I listened to so much Dr. Demento when I was a, a young preteen and teenager. Welcome to Geeks Without God with Molly Glover, Nick Glover, and Tim Wick. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. This week on Geeks Without God, we are talking about Weird, the Al Yankovic story starring Daniel Radcliffe. I mean, you didn't see that coming, but it actually kind of works. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. Welcome to Geeks Without God. I'm your host, Nick Glover. I'm joined, as always, by my co-hosts, Molly Glover. I'm Molly Glover. Weird Molly Glover. And Tim Wick. I'm also weird, but I am Tim Wick. <laughs> oh. And if you couldn't tell from their charming introductions, <laughs> this episode we're going to talk all about Weird, the Al Yankovic story, uh, the, the movie that came out on the, the Roku channel very recently. It's a Roku original. Um, it's uh, based on a Funny or Die sketch from some years ago, and uh, we're going to spoil it. And you should you should go see it. I think I think the Roku channel is free. I mean, I should say if you know anything about Weird Al's story, uh, I mean, there's not much for us to spoil because I mean it, it, it's, <laughs> it's a, a it's very a, true account. It's yeah, it's, it's, it's a biopic accurate. about Weird Al Yankovic. So if so yep. if you're a Weird Al fan, you know his history. There's nothing yeah. in this movie for us to spoil, really. No, no. I mean, all the all the darkness, the the sordid things that went on. Every single one of them is laid bare. They really don't pull any punches about his dark past. So, did you guys ever see that Funny or Die sketch? I don't this know. The, kinda... I don't know if I did. I don't think <laughs> I did. So um, hard to believe uh, in that Pat Oswald is who plays Dr. Demento. Um, but it's, it's, like, it's ve- I mean, it's, it's the same thing, but it's just a trailer instead of the whole movie. Okay. But it's, it's very much the same thing where it's this um, parody of Weird Al's whole uh, biography, which is, which is great. Um, but uh, in this, uh, I mean, Daniel Radcliffe does such a good job. <laughs> As as Weird Al, like I love that guy, and that he just keeps on taking taking weird ass fun roles. Yeah, yeah, and he, you know, if someone, I think if someone had said, "Oh, Daniel Radcliffe's going to play Weird Al," I'd have been like, "That's that's." An, I don't know if I I understand that choice. As soon as I saw him in costume, I was like, "Oh fuck, that's perfect." Yeah. And he does a flawless American accent. Like he, yeah, he does. He did a flawless. Weird Al specifically, like the way his his speaking, you know, and everything. It was great. But they did dub uh, Al's actual voice in for the singing. Yeah. All the singing is actually Weird yeah. Al or, you know, old recordings of him. They said cases. they tried it and it just, it just, it wasn't right. It, just it just, sound right. it didn't sound right. And it looked weird and it was just too, it, it was too distracting. I, uh, I saw an interview with Daniel Radcliffe where he was saying that, um, Weird Al didn't have a lot of notes for him because he saw a lot of the a lot of the performing, a lot of the r- recording for it. Um, but the thing he had more notes on than anything else was always about Radcliffe's accordion playing and his, <laughs> and his sl- sloppy finger work. And and apparently that was the one thing Weird Al was like particular about was that that the 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 accordion playing kind of matched up a little bit more than it than it might have or that you might have expected which mm. i think is kind of cute uh yeah i don't, I don't know i feel like weird Al might have failed 
with those notes. But, uh, you know, that that's all right. See, because I watched it and I thought he was supposed to look like he wasn't playing the accordion. You know what I'm saying? I, I thought I thought the accordion playing was supposed to look kind of cheesy and bad. So, mm-hmm. so, so, uh, so, and maybe that's what uh, Al was directing him to do. I don't know. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I, I, I thought the movie was hilarious. So I've never played accordion. So it, it, I don't know. To me, it surely looked like he was at least doing all of the things that I've seen when people play accordion. Do you know how to play accordion, Tim? I don't, but I've watched a lot of people play accordion. Sure, sure. Up close, even. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but and I, I have, I have held an accordion, and I am aware of what the hands need to be doing. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm. This is a good-natured ribbing, in that that I, you know, I, I thought, I, I genuinely thought that his accordion playing was supposed to look a little fakey. Okay. The um, there there are a host of weirdos, either starring in, or, or playing characters in this, or weirdo characters from real life who are who are in the movie. Um, uh, Doctor Demento. Yep. Uh, uh, Wolfman. Jack. Wolfman Jack. Wolfman Jack. Ow. Wolfman Jack. Oh, yeah. Tiny Tim, Pee Wee Herman, Gallagher, Alice Cooper, Andy Warhol, <laughs> Salvador Dali. Yeah. Uh, the bass player from Queen. D- Divine. Yeah. Uh, yep. yeah. Just a, just a whole bunch of, uh, weirdos who are played by other people in this movie that are just Devo in the background at the, the boogie nights pool well, party. I love the idea that Dr. Demento has his his stable of weirdos and it's yeah. all the all the the counterculture disruptors are all here at Dr. Demento's pool party, which yes, is actually filmed on the at the same pool as the boogie nights, you know, pool party <laughs> scenes, which just makes it even funnier. Cause the whole time I'm like, this looks so much like boogie nights. And then later I read that it actually was the pool. I'm like, yes. Yeah, it's so good. But and and just they're being like, oh, yeah, welcome to the weird. You know, like these are all that this is where everyone's weird. I I also very much loved the. uh oh, is this one of those polka parties? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. strap in, like, just touch the accordion a little bit, you know, and like, just when, oh my god. Uh, uh, polka party was the name of one of Weird Al's albums, the polka album that did not do well. Yeah, uh, there are there are inside jokes inside the jokes in this movie. Yes. It's oh yeah, like- yeah, lots, lots and lots of references. I, I mean, little things like. Um, the cereal boxes in the background are the cereals that he talks about and eat it. Um, <laughs> just, just lots of, lots of little things. Like every time they had an opportunity to squeeze in something from a song, it seemed like they did, which is, there's a lot of things to choose from, right? He has a, mm-hmm. a huge catalog. Mm-hmm. They really did. I mean, they really did a good job of picking, I think like the hits that even a casual Weird Al fan or even someone who's only really someone who's only ever really heard of Weird Al and maybe doesn't like a fan. But I mean, everyone's heard of like a surgeon. Everyone's heard of Eat It. You know, everyone's heard of Amish Paradise, you know, because they were played on the radio so much at Mm -hmm. the time. Right. The only one they didn't cover that I was like is 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 one that I think people were really familiar with was Smells Like Nirvana, um, which they they didn't they did not do. But. I, I uh, particularly loved Evan Rachel Wood's Madonna. Yes. Uh, her <laughs> that 1980s was awesome. Madonna was really well done. I was uh, 
uh, an obsessive Madonna fan in the late 80s and early 90s as a a young child. uh, I was I mean, I cannot I cannot overstate how obsessed with her I was. Uh, I wanted to be her. I wanted to make out with her. I wanted her to be my friend. Like I cut out every picture of her. I had a whole scrapbook dedicated to pictures of her. I found in magazines. Uh, and so like I, I, I memorized her full name, which by, is Madonna Louise Veronica Ciccone. So like just having the whole like her being, oh, you know, like her being one of Pablo Escobar's drug lords. Yeah, and like yeah. it was really great. I, uh, I didn't realize that. Uh, so when, when Weird Al is trying to, to, to make it uh, and the, the, the Scotty brothers, one of which is played by Weird Al, um, tell him that he needs to go play and get experience playing in front of people. And he goes to that, that punk club, yeah. that, that version of beat on the Brad he's playing is from an album, uh, a, a Dr. Demento punk compilation, yeah. um, which is, I mean, Dr. Demento was one of the first DJs to play the Ramones. So I, I that's kind of neat. That's that an album. I want to cool. check out now. Uh, Dr. Demento's punk cover album sounds fucking right up my alley. <laughs> Um, yeah, there, there were, man, this is such a treasure trove for anyone who's, who's a Weird Al fan, even though it's all so fictional. Yeah. It's all so. There's nothing about it that's real. What I I love about it is he is famously, you know, he, he doesn't swear. He doesn't drink. No, he doesn't smoke. He doesn't, he's never touched drugs as far as he's ever had a drink. Yeah. And I think he's vegan. He or, is vegan. Yeah. Yep. And so like and he famously got his his parents and he got along super well. Yeah. Right. You know, yep. his parents were, were killed yep. in it. So, wasn't it? His parents were killed in a car accident, wasn't it? I, mean, I don't know. I didn't but, know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he both of his parents died. It While was, he was touring. I think. It was, so it was it's like, tragic and awful. How do you how do you do a, you know, tell all biopic, you know, that's interesting about someone who's had a, a very supported uh clean living life with very little conflict and i mean i think the biggest conflict was when coolio got mad about amish paradise which they they put in there they put in there yeah yeah and so like having it it, it's just it it was very i love that they took it and made it like okay but what if this gentle kind guy what if instead it was like it was because they basically made uh, walk the line, right? The well, yeah, they made story. they made literal they made literally every music yeah. biopic ever. Yeah, it's like there's there's the the a psychedelic scene where where the the the, the musician doors. you know takes takes LSD or acid or something like that, and then we have yeah. our then we have our we have our our our. Uh, our, our acid trip scene. There's, there's the, the getting the, the drinking, there's the alienate. And I, I'm watching it with, with Devin. And I'm like, I'm like, at some point he's going to, he's going to think too much of himself and he's going to alienate his original band. And I'm like, yeah. and, and so and, yeah. and it's like, it happens. And he looks at me, he's like, called it. And it's yeah. like every Joking single pussy cats, fucking everything. Yeah, every single moment that, that you get in all of these other films that are theoretically true stories about Johnny cash, about uh, Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Um, it, it's just it about Elton John. Every single one of those movies yeah. is the Weird Al Yankovic story. Uh and so, which is with and 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 into that they throw Scarface right right in, yeah. right in. 
So, so I didn't realize that um, John Deacon from Queen, who they they show at the party when they challenge Weird Al to mm-hmm. make a, a parody on the spot. Um, so he is the sole person credited as song songwriter for another one bites the dust Mm -hmm. so having him be the one to challenge al is extra funny because yeah if if there were royalties involved or anything like that he would be getting the the royalty money from the from the parody because he's the only soul he's the sole credited songwriter and then no one at the party even after he says his name everyone's just like who? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I also love that he at, at that scene when he's like, why don't you join us on stage for Live Aid? Yeah. <laughs> Which is famously like one of Queen's most stirring, amazing performances, right. right? The idea that instead of doing Another One Bites the Dust, instead they would have Weird Al Yankovic sing Another One Rides the Bus. <laughs> like, for Live Aid. Yeah. If only Weird Al Yankovic had said yes instead of being like, screw you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so... But- and I saw someone point out that the whole LSD thing with Weird Al is, is, is funny because Weird Al's manager, who also managed Dr. Demento, was also the manager for Timothy Leary. Oh, sure. Oh, yep. so like they're, they're, they're even on the stuff that's bullshit. There's this second layer of connections sometimes, which might be a total coincidence, but it, it, it might be kind of it might be a connection. It might be deliberate, deliberate. Um, yeah, I, man, uh, did you guys have a a particularly favorite part or a funny moment or, or something that really stuck out to you? I love Toby Huss. Uh, I I have loved Toby Huss for decades now. And so him being the dad and when he confesses that he wrote a song about growing up, in an Amish community, I just, I mean, we almost had to pause it. The four of us just started, I mean, cause we knew it was coming and the yeah. four of us just about died. And then we, we were watching and he's, he's like, Oh, here's my lyrics. And I had to leave the Amish community because I fell in love with the accordion. <laughs> and like, I didn't want you to make this same mistake. And just that, that was, that it was very that just about and Toby Huss did a great job the whole time, just like being, boy, what did I tell you about the accordion? You know, yeah. like my son at a polka party. Like, just I thought I think, he was he was great. I think that that aspect of the fictional world is my favorite thing about the movie. That in this other fictional Weird Al universe, polka is not just cool but subversive yeah and and, and, the, and the accordion is like a like a drug yeah like if you yeah you, the like, devil's music if you touch it one time you can be hooked the, by the, lady the, accordion the devil's squeeze box the devil's squeeze box yeah i that might be my favorite part of the movie just that concept yeah. of the the very the forbidden fruit of polka the yeah accordion Tim, what about you polka. i think uh Probably my favorite running joke was was the the idea that you never find out what they make in his dad's factory. Yeah. It's yeah. like, what, what do they make yeah. there? You'll find out when we work there, boy. And he goes to work there and he still doesn't find out what yeah. they make in the factory. And when he asks, they're like, what? They're <laughs> you know, at yeah. like, you're, oh, you're a funny guy. <laughs> yeah. And I think, but but again, that that plays into this this amazing 
way that they just made fun of biopic tropes. You know, the father mm-hmm. or the, the the father always works at a factory, yep, or yep. or you know at the shipyard, or yeah. you know on the blue on the on the job. fishing trawler. The dad's always <laughs> always got a blue oh, collar dro- job, and it doesn't matter what dad fucking did. It just matters that he was a blue collar guy, and he yep. ain't gonna have no son of his being a rock band or yeah. or you know Billy Madison ballet dancer or you know yeah, it, or- it's. Uh, 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 Zoolander, coal miner. Yeah, right. Like, and, yeah. and, and I, and I, I thought that it's great that he just took that trope and he, and he made it as generic as possible. <laughs> and I thought, yeah. I, I really love that. I got it. I also have to say, I, I was so, I love, I was, I liked Wolfman Jack a lot as a kid. Wolfman I, uh, Jack. I, so I was very happy to see Jack Black, uh, just killing it. Uh, his his impression was great. Yeah. I think that I would watch a a Wolfman Jack biopic with Jack Black starring. I, I kind of want to see like more of like this world, just yeah. like a Doctor Demento, like Rain Wilson as Doctor Demento, was so good, and as Dr. Jack Demento. Black as as you know Wolfman Jack. I think I would I would watch shorts or another yeah. movie or whatever with with them and with yeah. with all that. I want this. Uh, this other world where uh, Akiva from Lonely Island is I, Alice Cooper at their oh, parties shit. and stuff yeah. like that. Like yeah. I, I would, I would watch a lot more of this. It the movie is like an hour and forty five minutes long. I yeah. think it's not long. It's not it, long. It's a fast it, watch. It felt much shorter. It felt like an hour and a mm-hmm. half, maybe hour an hour long. I don't know. It felt very short to me. Uh, and I and I feel like it kind of ended abruptly if there were any if i had any complaint mm-hmm. about this movie it's that it it does just kind of end you know with weird al dying <laughs> um, uh but I, I i don't i i'm having a hard time thinking of things that i didn't like beyond the fact that it just kind of ends what about you two is there anything that sticks out as like something you wish they had done differently or yeah i i i kind of wish that that uh, I I feel like the the Michael Jackson copied me thing that didn't that didn't work for me as well. Yeah. Like it just it just felt so like because like his whole deal is that he writes song parodies, and I get that they're like he finally writes an original song, and then Michael Jackson copies it, and no one's ever gonna know. But that just felt like I don't know. It felt a little forced uh, for that song. Sure. I think if they had done that with Smells Like Nirvana. Oh. It would have been more believable just because it was that was, it was the grunge thing. And it was like, but he dies before that. he dies before the Nirvana ever that's, happened. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. So I understand why they made the choices they did, but I just feel like uh, that was the one thing where I was like, hey, I'm okay on this. You know, like that, that's, that's just okay. For yeah. Me. I think, um, and I was really hoping when they were talking about him doing original music, they were going to do something like uh, Dare to be Stupid or one of his actual original songs, since he has original mm-hmm. songs. Mm-hmm. And um, and if they'd done that and then it had just been like a complete failure. Yeah. And that yeah. he'd been forced to to cover uh, Bad uh, or not Bad, yeah. uh, Beat It. Beat it. And, and yeah. you know, that, of course, was super successful. And now he's trapped doing doing the the parodies again and that's of course what causes the downward downward spiral into alcoholism yeah. and, and drugs. I, I will also I will also say I I uh uh I, I'm this is making me remember the thing that I really didn't like, which was the fat suit on his mom. 
Oh, yeah. For no fucking reason other than to have a throwaway joke where she says, I'm fat. I'm fat. You know it. I'm fat. And then they go, well, we're not talking about that. And they just never do a. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That just was pointless. Like that just felt like. So we're just going to put her in a fat suit to make fun of it and then move on. Like that just. But again, that was with the Michael Jackson thing. Right. You know, so. Yeah. It, um, I, I thought a weird choice was uh, uh, Diedrich Bader is the gruff narration as Weird Al oh, telling Weird Al telling the weird story Al telling after he the dies. story from Beyond the Grave. Which yeah, sounded so, I thought it was Will Arnett. It's like no, they got somebody so, to do well, to do a they Will. They sound Arnett. very similar. Yeah. So you have a person playing Weird Al as a kid, a person playing him as a teenager, mm-hmm. Daniel Radcliffe playing him him as an adult, and then Beyond the Grave, Diedrich Bader. Yeah, is the is the voice of of Weird Al and like I I just thought well, it was it would a weird sound that because, way like, because Weird get, Al's a Weird Al's a zombie, so that's why his I, voice sounds that I way. Guess. I, I guess, I guess, yeah, but <laughs> but but is it though? I. Uh, yeah, now I want to go watch the fun. Maybe I did see the funnier die. I mean, I, I didn't. I'm, when we're done recording this, I'm going to go watch the funnier die. Yeah, so yeah. I, I feel like the thing about funnier die and college humor was it was you know around the time that viral videos got shared in a different way. We right. didn't have the same level of social media connection as we do now. So I didn't. I don't know. I, I mean, I may have seen it and just not remembered it. Um, but I, I, uh, I just, I am so thrilled. That Daniel Radcliffe makes such fucking hilarious choices and yeah. has decided basically immediately after Harry Potter, he did Equus. I mean, that's not like a funny choice, but just, you know, it's a bold choice, right? It's a very, and just like, basically, as soon as those movies were over, he was like, cool, this isn't who I am. And and there's been a lot of talk with him lately uh, because all the turfs in England are like, he owes J.K. Rowling everything. She gave him his career. And it's like uh, people have been reading into it. Uh, no, uh, he was actually already a child actor who yeah. came recommended uh, as being like the vehicle, the person who could carry the movie, right. the movies and things. And so I just like that he is. I mean, he just seems like a genuine, true yeah. actor. Well, like he's think, doing fucking weird things. I think the thing is, uh, even if what made his career skyrocket was harry potter so what it's not yeah he doesn't fucking owe J. jk rowling a goddamn thing like he doesn't yeah. even he doesn't even say your name all he ever says is trans rights or human rights everybody deserves love and respect and people are like he's spitting on her grave and it's like I mean, well i mean he might if, if she hear, died <laughs> right? i wish yeah oh please yeah. <laughs> uh so uh, the whole thing about madonna yeah. Uh, going after him for the, the Yankovic bump. The Yankovic bump. The Yankovic so bump. the Yankovic bump is is like a thing that Weird Al has talked about in interviews. He actually got a call from um, Nirvana's label after he did Smells Like Teen Spirit. Smells Like Nirvana. Or Smells Like Nirvana. Because um, after his song came out, they sold a million more albums I on, heard, on Nevermind. I heard that song first. Yeah, I sure. heard that song first on Dr. Demento. Yeah. And I'm, I have a very distinct memory of going downstairs and finding my dad and being like, Dad, there's this fucking crazy band and they're from Seattle and they have this super funny song where they make fun of themselves the whole time. <laughs> and it's on Dr. Demento. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah. And then like a, like a week or two later, we were in the car together and I heard the opening. I'm like, this is that funny song. And we listened and I'm like, 
well, this doesn't have any cow noises. Like, I don't know what this is. Uh-huh. This is. And my dad's like, do you think maybe you heard a Weird Al version of this song? I'm like, I guess I did. <laughs> and, and, maybe. But, it, you know, like, that's the thing is like, yes, they got the Yankovic bump from me. That's for fucking sure. Like, I went out and bought that album. Still one of my favorite albums to this day. I mean, yeah. I mean, if I miss anything in that movie, it's there's so many great Weird Al songs that that I wish, yeah. you know, because it focuses on his early life. And I mean, that's not the movie it was trying to be, right? It, it's not. It's right. not really the fault of the movie that that they're not showing any of his any of his parody work that he did after he was murdered at the at the whatever awards that it was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> by by the drug cartel the Madonna and Pablo Escobar's yeah. goods. Yeah. It's not it's not like that that they could do that. You know, those songs yeah. don't even yeah. exist in this reality, but I missed them. I missed that 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 I I would have loved to see them and I think that's where Nick talks about it almost felt like it ended too soon is it's like you're yeah. you're getting into some of Weird Al's, you know, because that early stuff is real is good. It's really good, but some of the stuff he does later like uh, yeah. eBay, um, just the way he parodies songs, and he'll he'll sing every goddamn part in a boy band yeah. number, and uh, and you know make fun of the vibrato of the lead singer, and and just there's <laughs> so much musicality to his parodies that uh, that I I missed I missed the recognition of that in 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 what he did. It almost kind of played to, it almost it almost didn't. And I, I realize that's kind of the point, but it almost didn't acknowledge how good he is at, right. at what he does. Um, Though it, it, in the recognition he gets in the in the movie, he wins the the Grammy or not Grammy, but you know Grammy for perhaps not technically the best, but arguably the most famous famous accordion player in an extremely specific genre of music. Yeah. And he beats Prince. Yes. Yeah. For, yes. For that, for that Grammy, which I, I know Prince played a lot of instruments and I know he's very musically talented and, and, yeah. and had a, a, his hand in kind of everything and maybe everyone, but like, I, I don't know if Prince played the accordion, but I do know that, Weird Al went to Prince with song parody ideas for like 1999 and Kiss and uh, When Doves Fly and or Cry and Let's Go Crazy. Mm-hmm. And Prince said, no, please don't every single time. Yeah. So I think it's kind of funny that he beat Prince for the fake Grammy in the in the movie mm-hmm. when Prince, you know, always turned him down on that. Yeah, I will say so. I, I am a little confused because you guys have both said, well, they couldn't do smells like Nirvana because he dies before that. But Amish paradise came out in 1996. Yeah. Oh, I, so I, like, I, yeah, that was, are that they was trying good. to say that it came out way earlier? Like, like, and the, the idea was being that he actually, he, because his father wrote it, it came out in the late eighties. R- yeah. I okay. Think, and I it's think another it's- original song. See, he wrote yeah. that song. Yeah, okay. Right. I that's yeah. Coolio being like, hmm, I'm going yeah, to steal, yeah. like, like Michael Jackson like, steals his song. It's your cousin, Marvin Berry. Yeah. Right, yeah, I, yeah. I would have <laughs> loved, loved to have seen this uh, go further out and be a little longer, and we get to see the, uh, like, the bloated, uh, kind of forgotten rock star, right. you know, trying to, trying to reclaim his glory, sure. maybe like coming out with a, a new, uh, like maybe like, he's like, no, we're going to, you know, his, um, his angry white boy polka 
which is, I think, one of his superior polkas. It would have been great to see him be like, no, 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 we're going to capitalize on this new metal shit. And like and then have that be a failure, you know, as he needed he needed a failure. He needed a a song that that just failed. That was the only thing that was missing. It felt a little uh, poochy. It felt a little uh, yeah. poochy. Died on the way back to his home yeah. planet. End of movie. You know, and it, it's which is which is fine. But yeah, because it's Madonna assassinates has him assassinated at the Grammys for yeah spurning her. You know, like, I, I just, get it. That's fine. But it was just kind of like eh. it's out of left field. Yeah, that was not the the plot line that I was most. I I loved the idea of Pablo Escobar being a big fan and wanting him to come to his fortieth birthday party, so he kidnaps Madonna to make him come to right. be there. That was very funny, but then they made it, it, it went in a weird place that I think it felt a little try hard to me with the Escobar you, shit and Madonna. Do you, do you guys think it's possible that they'll do another movie or that there will be more in some fashion? I mean, if, if they did a, you know, weird Al zombie movie, I, I think I'd be there for that. I think I would. <laughs> I think I would. I mean, I'm, I'm spoiling the post credit sequence or the mid credit sequence or whatever it was. Uh, but, mm-hmm. uh, the song at the end was yeah. really Oh my great. god. The, the new song he wrote to yeah. cover the credits and basically talk about the movie and and then talk about the credits was very funny. So apparently we had friends at the concert when he was here last and apparently he teased that song and said that he has a new song but I can't play it here at this concert. You'll you'll have to go hear it in the in the movie. That's good. And so people left that concert being like, "Motherfucker has a new song that he refused to play for us." And good that's for him. and that's it. That's that's the song. It's a fun little him. fun little yeah. tease. Yeah. I don't think it's likely they'll do more. I think this is a one and done. Yeah. But I would I would watch more. Now, well, now what we need to see is Weird Al playing someone else in their biopic. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> The Daniel Radcliffe story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Weird really fun. Al is I think, the uh, bassist from Queen, whose name I still can't remember, but uh, we've I mentioned forgot it already. I had it written down. Oh, my God. I forgot it already. I also forgot it. How is that so cruel? Something Drummond? Dammond? It was the D, I think. <laughs> oh, my God. Somewhere somebody oh, is just going, you idiot, and screaming We are the worst. <laughs> well... It couldn't be that important, right? He wrote another one bites the dust. That's all we need. To, that's all we really need to know. If if you uh, believe uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, all he wrote was the uh, bass riff, and then the rest of the band uh, wrote, mm-hmm, wrote the rest mm-hmm. of it. Uh, uh, final. I think he fu- did the o o o o part of Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh sure, sure. That makes <laughs> uh, final thoughts about Weird, the Al Yankovic story. I I want I want more Doctor Demento. I I want I wonder if there, I made me wonder if there's a place that his shows are archived that I can mm. listen to them because it made me have the, the overwhelming nostalgia of uh, listening to Dr. Taping Dr. Demento on my uh, radio slash cassette player that, I, that could record. And then, uh, yeah, I, I loved it so much and we don't have, you don't have DJs like that anymore. Molly yearns for the fish heads. I yearn for the days of the fish heads and the Dr. Demento. I, I want, I, I want, there needs to be something for the weird kids besides the ticks and the tucks. <laughs> what about you, Tim? Final thoughts? Uh, I think, uh, I think that uh, I, I'm, I'm around a, a little younger than Weird Al. And uh, I think what I miss is that I was never invited to a polka party when I was in high school. So but, yeah. And I mean, I'm they knew, up. they knew that you wouldn't be able to resist the sweet siren song. I guess, I guess, but, <laughs> but it, I, it, it really hurts. It hurts. I, uh, I just want, uh, 
I just want more from the all the 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 lovable weirdos at the at the pool party uh scene. Yeah. It's it's all all the all the great folks there. Um it was so great. Like an out folks. like an outtakes, like a it just yeah, yeah. outtakes for the beginning. I would yeah. I, I would have loved to see some more interaction instead of just everyone in the background, but I get it. I mean that's fine. There was just a lot of people. Dr. Demento has a website, no. drdemento.com, and it says streaming, so maybe I can right. listen to some shows. Yeah, I'm sure it's on. You can order a personalized message from the doctor. Ooh. That sounds pretty That's fun. That sounds birthday. pretty fun. <laughs> I, uh, but no, uh, all in all, I, I liked it. I, I had a lot of fun with it, and I, I might watch it again or at least watch, like, the first half of it again. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and hey, it's but, free. It's free. You can yeah. uh, download the Roku app onto iOS or Android. Or your anybody, Roku. anybody can watch it. Yeah, which is that's crazy. I wonder how they're making money off this. It's probably just getting people on on their on their app. Hey, we exist, yeah. guys. Yeah, um, first taste is free. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, what we we'd love to hear what you out there listening to this thought of the of weird the Al Yankovic story. Did you have a particularly favorite part, song, something that you wish they did that they didn't, or um, Easter egg that we that we didn't talk about that you caught? That, yeah. that uh, we we missed that we you should let us know. Um, always eager to hear more. Uh, we all our recording equipment and our, our hosting and all that we owe all that to our patrons. So um, thank you to you folks. Thank you, patrons. Uh, we really the greatest. appreciate your support. You're you're keeping us going, Molly. Didn't you just mail out a big batch of stickers? I wouldn't say a big batch. I mailed out stickers to people who uh, answered our five questions who requested them. Uh, I haven't gotten the international ones out yet because I uh, they got returned because I did not put enough stamps. So I am going to put more stamps. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, that that was uh, if if you have previously answered them and you didn't get a sticker, just message me and let me know, and we'll we'll I'll take care of it. Yeah, but yeah. we'll get you a sticker. Sticker uh, happened. A rainbow geeks of God sticker in the in the mail. It's one of those nice vinyl ones, nice round sticker. It stays on. You yeah. have you've had one on water bottles that have gone to the dishwasher like a hundred times, and yeah. it hasn't even faded. Not not they're, not they're even, good stickers. Not even peeled up. They're on the good corners. stickers, Brant. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, otherwise, you know, we we've been geeks without God. There's been yet another godless geeky episode, and guess what? We'll be back with another one next Tuesday. Oh wow! That's it's like true. that's uh, something that we do. That's. It's weird. Uh, 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 uh. All right. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. This is the closing stinger to a Geeks Without God episode about Weird Al. Yeah. Weird Geeks, Weird Geeks Without God. Weird Geeks, Weird Geeks, weird geeks, without, God. Weird geeks, weird geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're Geeks, Geeks Without God. More Geeks Without God? Go to our website, read our blog posts, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Twitter at Geeks Without God. Social media! We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. I mean, if you're listening at night, otherwise, good afternoon or. <laughs> <laughs>